The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. Are you looking to get more from your sex toys? You want the latest bedroom tech? But you're wondering if you have to pay top dollar to get it? Helping you keep your sex life hot and spicy is definitely becoming a lucrative business. And in this day age of open sexuality internet, and 24-7 access to pleasure products, it's not surprising that the sex toy industry is booming. Banks and investors are finally starting to cash in. They sure are. Our special guest, sexologist and marketing guru, Dr. Trina Reed, is going to explain how the business of sex is climaxing and almost ready to explode. Now, before we get started, let's remind everyone to join us on some of our upcoming trips. We have so much happening this summer. Um, The 20th of May, uh, we're going to be at Trapeze Club in Atlanta. And then because we're going to have so much fun, we're going to go back the next Saturday on May 27th. And Nadia in Orleans starts July 5, continues through to the 9th, and we're going to be there with our Vanilla Twist Travel Group. We'll be doing workshops, couples workshops called Great Sex Matters, and of course, lots of partying. Oh yeah, we had such a great time during Mardi Gras, we figured we got to go back again. And then on September 30th to October 7th, we're going to Nadia in LA, and then off on a couples cruise, once again doing our Great Sex Matters workshops, and yes, we'll be partying there as well. So uh, if you want more information, check out our website, carolandavid.com, to find out where we'll be traveling next. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. So on today's show, Sexy Business, we're talking about the adult product industry, everything that's available to keep your sex life hot and spicy. Yeah, and it's really a massive industry, and we're not even talking about the porn industry and, and how big it is, but we're talking about, you know, niche toys and how the industry is growing by leaps and bounds. Um, today, it's reported to be $15 billion, and it's going to grow exponentially all the way up to $50 billion by 2020. And that's not even talking about, again, porn, lingerie, costumes, massages, travel parties, clubs, all that other stuff. We're just talking about those sex toys that we keep getting more and more samples and keep trying every like evening. Well, the demand is increasing, I think, really, because we're getting more aware of the importance of great sex. Well, we love having great sex, and, uh, you know, we're getting more to talking about it and talking about ways to improve our sex. And, you know, it's, it's always about creating that passion and intimacy in our relationships that keep them alive. 
So as more articles and dialogue open up and that we're just start giving ourselves permission to have great sex and enjoy sex, that's what it's all about. I love when we give ourselves permission to have great sex. Now, what we really need, and we'll talk Trina about it, is something that helps you have sex while you have a cold. <laughs> yeah, no, not very much. <laughs> just getting over a cold now, you might hear my voice, but yes, we're going to get back into it soon, honey. Come on, if we, if we come up with the idea, Trina can help us like get it to market. We'll talk to her about it in a minute. But all of these reasons to spice up our sex life is one of the reasons that this whole industry is definitely booming. Yeah, and you know, even if you walk into a pharmacy now or even Walmart, you know, you see the vibrating cock rings and the lubes and the condoms and the little, well, they call them massagers, but they're really vibrators. Um, and then even TV shows and sitcoms, I mean, Grace and Frankie, which is one of our favorite shows, they're talking about the Vibrant now, which is a vibrator made specifically for older women who have arthritis. I mean, why couldn't we come up with that idea? It's really an awesome show, and it really shows you how what it takes to, and I'm sure we'll talk to Trina about that as well, to get a product to market. It's certainly not easy, not this day, not ever. But even though the business is booming, so many people still have this issue about walking into a sex shop. Now, it's so much easier to buy sex paraphernalia today online, but, you know, we like touching and feeling and learning about new stuff. Yeah, getting real-time information about the product and how it works, I think, is very important. I remember the first time I went into a sex shop, I was in my 40s before I bought my very first vibrator. I remember that. We were in Hollywood, and we couldn't even find the sex store. And, you know, I was embarrassed walking in because I didn't really know anything about sex toys because, I, such as I said, I never bought one before. R so Right. The, show, the store was called the Wig and Cap and Gown and Costume Store, and we walked in finally, and we went to the back, and then, you know, that great um, salesperson was so open and comforting and... Well, she was helpful because she opened the packages and showed me and let me feel the vibration, the senses and the touch and not you know, on my fingers, not anywhere else. But she did show me and explain to me and I thought that was actually really good. So if you're online, you can't get that kind of information. So I was really happy that I went in there and I got my very first vibrator with a very good salesperson who made me feel comfortable. And she added credibility to the sale because she was saying how she used it and how she loved it and how it made her orgasm. So it was like, well, if it works for her, it's going to work for me. And, you know, it was fantastic. It was really, really good. Uh, but it's definitely, if you do shop online, do your homework, um, go through, get some reviews, whatever it is. It's so difficult to find out what's uh, good and what's bad online unless you do a little bit of homework because a lot of those uh, products all seem to be the same I don't know there's so many things that look the same and you don't know if one's better than the other it's kind of hard to know well there's some websites that have 20,000 items so you know we do um, um, reviews of our sex toys so if anybody wants information they can send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com and uh, we'll talk about some of doc johnson toys and some of b vibe stuff um a little bit later we just got a brand new we vibe what was it called the wish came in we haven't even tried it yet yeah the we vibe wish and uh, and we got that big rabbit eye vibe i play um vibrator from we tried that one we tried that one you had like five orgasms after we fucked that was very nice. But there's so many different products out there. There's some that are rubber, some that are silicone, wood, glass, metal. What a variety. What a variety. And then some of them you're supposed to put in the freezer to actually have an even different sensation. Oh, if you want to. Yeah, you don't like cold, do you? No. That's not my thing. So, you know, basically it's trying what's good for you. See what works. If you try it once and it doesn't, 
you know, go back and try it again. And um, just have a lot of fun. And what's good for one person isn't great for someone else. And keep changing it up because, you know, a toy is great today, tomorrow, the next day. And sometimes it gets a little boring. So... Well, and shop online together if you can do that. That's something you can do together or you know, surprise your spouse, one or the other. It's all good. Absolutely. And, you know, some of those toys aren't cheap. They can go for $100, $200. Um, but there's also stuff that's less expensive, which I'm sure we'll get into with Trina a little bit later. So whether you're planning to buy your first sex toy or your 50th, it's a great way to add some spice to your sex life. The adult products industry is so huge, I guess because of the big demand as we're getting more and more into great sex. It's so important. Yeah, and of course, it doesn't have to cost you a fortune, a fortune to have great sex. You know, with a good imagination and solid technique can definitely go a long way. But for those of you who want to purchase a pleasure product, the choices are endless. Today, we're going to ask Dr. Trina Reed from The Business of Sex all about the growing industry of sexy adult products. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. Yes, we are. We're here every week. So, um, we're really excited to introduce our guest. Dr. Trina Reed is a sexologist, businesswoman, and mom. She's, after many successful years of being a best-selling author, national columnist, media veteran and international award-winning speaker, she decided to go behind the camera. Now she runs The Business of Sex, an agency that helps take adult products to the marketplace. Welcome, Dr. Trina. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Uh, well, it's a pleasure for you to actually find some time to be here. We know you're <laughs> such a busy lady. You have so many things going on. Um, how did you get interested into the business side of sex? I mean, we love having sex, but doing sex for business, and we're not talking about, you know, the street corner type of sex, <laughs> but the actual business of sex, how did you get started? When? Well, yeah, I promise to keep this short, um, but 30 years ago, 30 years ago, um, that tells you about how old I am, uh, I was in the University of Regina, and they didn't offer any courses in sexuality, nothing like that was talked about, even at the university level, so I did the right thing, and I, I went and got two undergraduate degrees, one was in business, and then I spent the next 10 years in corporate Canada, and, you know, there's a, there's a side of me that really loves business. However, I, you know, I got to the place where I wanted business to have some meaning behind it. So, so one day I woke up and became a sexologist, decided I wanted to become a sexologist, and that's a completely other story. Um, and I just, I just thought that when I graduated with my doctorate, um, that w with all my business acumen, it would be easy to brand myself and, you know, uh, you know, get a platform and all that. And I was completely gobsmacked that, you know, when it came, when it comes to sex, all the rules change with marketing and business. And so I went on a really steep learning curve and I had to learn through the school of hard knocks how to promote and get myself out there and in doing so, like I was able to book thousands of media interviews and I did get a lot of exposure. And because I was able to do that, um, businesses just said, hey, can you be our spokesperson? So that's, you know, and it was it was great. And, and, then, and in that opportunity, I was able to work with some pretty big 
ad agencies. And what I saw when I worked with these ad agencies putting together campaigns for these products was they were in the exact same boat that I was. They didn't know what they were doing. So even though they were these big agencies, um, they, you know, they were scrambling to try and figure out how to get the product in front of mainstream. And that's when this, this seed germinated, started germinating in my head saying, you know what, there's, there's an opportunity there. So, you know, finally it, it, you know, it came to a place where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put on my big girl pants and I'm going to try and start this business. And, and as you were saying, and in your, in your introduction, because um, sexuality is starting to be more accepted in the mainstream, it's really starting to boom. And now I find that there's a lot of companies who are coming out with some beautiful products and there really isn't an agency in the world, in the world, to help take them to market. So like if we look at, you know, and I think that's, that's sort of the way it is with sexuality because there's such a stigma with sexuality. Um, you know, it's, even though it's really big business, a lot of people feel tentative about trying to, you know, do it. So I'm, I'm out there and I'm doing it. And honestly, it's, it's, it's very satisfying because like I know in the end, um, we're opening up this conversation in couples' bedrooms about sexuality that maybe, you know, we weren't able to before simply by getting some really good quality products into, you know, to them. And the, it's the very, whole, very satisfying. The whole industry in the past has been looked kind of as a trashy situation rather than what your whole idea saying is that there's so many beautiful products and it actually can be a classy business, but nobody knows that yet because they're just not, the stigma's out there and they're just not seeing it that way. Well, yeah, I would say right now we're like we're on the cusp. Um, so, like a lot of a lot of things are starting to be normalized, but still, sexuality comes with a with a big with lots of psychological baggage. So we all have judgments. Like even us in the sex positive community, we all come towards sexuality with some type of judgment. There's, so there's so many social mores and everything that are stacked up on this idea and word of sex that um, it's still, like people are still tentative. And, you know, you go to different countries, like the Asian countries, and or um, you know, that they aren't as progressed as we are here. So, you know, if you go to the Netherlands, I'd say that in that area, they're a little more forward-thinking, and here in Canada, we're pretty forward-thinking. But in other parts of the, the, you know, the world, they're still a little behind. So, you know, like we're dealing with different um, cultures, and there's just so much of a mix when it comes when you when you use the word sexuality, and you know, here's a product for sexuality. There's just so much baggage attached to it that you know, people are still like they're interested, they're curious. There isn't that much that as much stigma as there was before, but it's still there. So it's it's. I think it's really it really is about couples taking that first step together. Right. It, and once you take that first step, it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, this wasn't so bad. Yeah. We can do this. It's it's very kind of fun. It's very interesting you say that because about five years ago, Carol and I came out to our friends and to our family and to our kids that we were swingers. 
And, um, you know, there's always that worry that people are going to run away and say, oh, we don't want to be associated with anybody or, or couples related to sex. And actually, we haven't lost any friends. And um, we actually have a couple of friends who live vicariously through us. But, you know, you're dealing with the business of sex and toys and the whole industry. Um, how has uh, your... Um, friendships and your your relationship with your husband and and people around you let alone how do you approach someone to say hey look you know i have this new sex product i want to sell it to you uh mr or mrs home depot um how how do you deal with overcoming those like you were just talking about those stigmas well i think it's what it what it comes down to and this is kind of technical i'm sorry if i'm boring you but it's really looking at the product and finding deciding who would be best suited for the product. So market, you know, marketing 101 is when you build a product, you have to find the demographic for that product. So it's really taking a close look at, you know, who, who would best want to use this product. And then it's going out and finding that audience and going to the places where they communicate. So there is the technical term is the communication touch point. So when you, when you two are on, your um, computer and you're going on social media, like you are of a certain age and you are, you know, a certain demographic and, and uh, you probably go to the place, you know, places, uh, you know, social media, Facebook, that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's just, it's just about finding, it's just about understanding who your audience is. And once you understand who would want to buy your product, it's pretty easy to find them. However, that said, um, with big, social media like Facebook. Um, Facebook is has very little tolerance for sexuality. Right, exactly. Yes, we've, we've seen that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have so experienced it firsthand many yeah. times. We were put in Facebook yeah. jail a couple of times. Me well, too. Just because we mentioned squirting, we got put off Facebook for 30 days. Yeah, not to mention what happened when we had a show on pegging and, rim, and uh, anal play. They don't like those things. No, they don't. They really don't. So, I mean, it's, it's really about um, understanding the marketplace and, yes. like, Facebook's and the not an option. You know, the pla- so Facebook's not an option, so what can we do? So, and, and um, so really, it's, it's really getting into the nitty-gritty of, of target marketing. And, what, you know, and so once, once you find, and I, so I, if, if you are a product and you are interested in going to market, it's, it's you know, and it's astonishing to me. It's astonishing that, uh, that so many products, they haven't done basic marketing. They don't know who their audience is. So, I, you know, so I'm going in and, and we're just, we're based, we're doing just basic marketing to, to start generating the interest to the mainstream. So uh, we're just going to take a quick break right here. And when we come back, we're going to continue with our discussion with Dr. Trina Reed. And you're going to tell us a little bit about who your clients are that you're doing this work for. So this is The Sexy Lifestyle. And we are Carol and David. It's time for a short break. We'll continue with Trina Reed when we come right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. Today, we're talking about how sex toys and other pleasure products have grown in the marketplace on their way to becoming a $50 billion industry. Dr. Trina Reed from The Business of Sex is here with us, and we continue our discussion about how the adult in products industry is growing rapidly. But first of all, I got a question about the type of sex toy that is a successful toy. If you're helping the products come to market, what do you recognize as something that's potentially sex successful? Uh, well, I would say that there's a level of sophistication to sex toys now that there never was before. And so the consumer, if you're just coming into the market now, you're, you know, you're in for such a pleasurable ride because um, there's, like, there's so many different varieties um, to suit everybody. So, but I would say just basic stuff for you know what you want to look for in a in a good toy or what makes for a good toy is is you want to have a, a good quality outer layer. It's called silicone, and so that and and so that's just a very basic thing. So there's a lot. So sex toys can be made of a lot of different uh, products, and there's some that are good for your body and there's some that are not good for your body. So you want to make sure that you, at the very least, it's a medical grade silicon. But once we get into the um, other aspects, it's really a personal choice. So some some people prefer what's called a rumbly vibrator. So it, it has a deep rumble. Instead of a, a vibrating button to it, okay. it, it rumbles. And some people like that um, vibrators are now responding to what they want. So before, when you would turn on a vibrator, you just have preset buttons, and that's what you would get. But now we're seeing vibrators that are more sophisticated, where you they respond to what you are doing, which is like in, like it's just turning the idea of a vibrator on its head. Um, but also the where you like the what what you can do with your vibrator. So you know, like we're seeing now that vibrators can be used on you know um, in all different places. I, I guess I can I, I guess I can talk on yes, this. Yes, show, right? yes, yes. Yeah. So I you know so one of the products that I'm uh, that I'm dealing with, you can use it. It has different attachments on it, so you can use it on the clitoris or you can take a different attachment and, and use it in the anus and the vaginal canal like and or you can take in another attachment and, and use it on the body as a, like a full body massager. So it's like with this just this one product, you can just put different attachments on wow. and you can have all different kinds of experiences and you know and it and it and it and it has a rumbly feel or it has a buzzy feel depending on what you're what you're up to that day. So, I mean, the, the level, as I said, the level of sophistication that's out in the marketplace right now is just astonishing. So, um, I think what you were saying before in your introduction, you know, one of the, because there are so many, like there's thousands of products that you can choose from, you just really 
need to sit down and do a, a tiny bit of homework to to say, well, you know, what does my body like? Like, what do I prefer? And, and, and you know, if you can just answer a few simple questions. And a lot of websites, a lot of the good toy websites, they have questions on them to say, you know, like, if you're looking for a vibrator, please ask yourself these questions. And it might seem like one of those things that you just want to toss to the side and say, ah, yeah, whatever, you know, like, no, actually, you know, take, take the two minutes and, 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 and think about those questions because then you can really narrow down what you want because the, the better vibrators, they do cost money. Um, and and it, is, it, is, it is an investment. So you want to make sure that when that package arrives, you're going to be completely satisfied because um, there's nothing like trying out a vibe and going, eh, yeah. you know, it's all right. And I, you're, you know, I, I just paid 200 bucks for this vibe. Do I send it back now that I've used it? Do I send it back? I would send it back, but a lot of people are like, well, you know, it's been in my badge now. Right, I'm right. I'm not so sure. But it's, it's, it's so interesting what you were talking about, how toys are getting more and more sophisticated and how companies are spending a lot more time manufacturing and coming out with toys um, dedicated to couples. Now, uh, we work very closely with Doc Johnson and they have um, their award-winning Trist, which is a tremendous toy because it actually has uh, three motors in it and there's um, two, it, it actually looks like a clitoris. So it has you know two big legs on it and it has a head on it and the head has um, uh, a motor in it. The two legs have a motor in it and it could be used in so many different positions. So, you know, it goes around the guy's cock and you can turn it either one way where you get a vibration on his uh, balls and his anus. Uh, you turn it the other way and it um, vibrates on her clit. You can take it and put one arm inside the pussy and one arm on the clit. And um, you can even use it to, you know, stimulate the woman's nipples. And there's just so many different variations to it that the couple can use together. Yeah, and, and I think part of, like, Part of these sophisticated toys, like this one, it sounds fantastic and mind blowing, honestly. But there is an educational component to it, right? So, and it's so it's it's really about the couple being open to just trying all these different ways. I think sometimes we get stuck in a rut of only using it one way, right? So, but it's just being open to saying, "Hey, let's try it this way tonight," because well, and it you know, comes that with a video. Fun. Oh, and it comes with a video. Yeah, of you, it does. YouTube is of great, it does. and and you know, YouTube allows you to put up these videos that you know they do them in cartoon fashion, so you're not seeing tits and pussy and cock and all that stuff, but you're getting the um, actual. Um, step-by-step step and piece-by-piece piece, um, details of how to use it. So it's, it's really it's really tremendous. And um, toys that have multi-use, you know, we, they're always different every time we use them. Yes, and I think that's, that, like, that's the trend I'm seeing right now with manufacturers. They realize that if people are going to make that investment, they want to have just some, like, one, they want to have it do multiple things instead of just a one-dimensional kind of product. Absolutely. All right, this is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we're Carol and David, and we're talking to Dr. Trina Reed. So, Trina, I have a question for you. Um, we see all these, you know, virtual reality and all the new um, artificial intelligence coming up. Tell us a little bit about some new and exciting sex tech innovations that we can be look forward to in the, in the coming years. Yes. Um, I, I, you know, I, I see with human beings in general that, you know, when there's a, there's new technology, it always 
the first thing that has to be involved is sex. So when they came out with with film, when they started doing film, one of the first things they started doing was, you know, porn. So, you know, tech tech has really taken a front seat in our lives. And of course, the first thing we need to do is, is bring sex into it. And there's like an astonishing uh, amount of products that are coming out and so, like one, I'll just give a couple examples. Um, there, I'm working with this company. It's called Hum, and it's an artificial intelligence vibrator. Ooh. So what what happens is you, there's no button. There's an on button, and then but when you insert it and start moving it, it starts moving with you. Oh, wow. So if you start, yeah. So if you start, um, if you hold it, in, if you grasp it, it's it vibrates faster or if you start inserting it um you know if you start thrusting it it starts thrusting with you like like it's it's moving it's moving with your body instead of like it's it's learning what you like and moving with your body which like i honestly i don't know how that works like it's just it's just too much for my little (laughs) mind to, to figure out but then there's more practical ones and i say this is a practical vibrator because um i know that there's a lot of women who are busy and they've got kids and they've got careers and, and, and they want to have special meaningful times with their partners, but they just can't calm their brain down. So there's products like the uh, product called Vibes, And what it does is it syncs up. It's this little, this small vibrator. It's a wearable vibrator. It syncs up the vibrator to erotica. So you have the erotica on your iPhone or whatever device you're using and it, and it syncs up, the the erotica story with the vibrator so you know like let's say you want to you are anticipating you're going to have sex with your partner and your mind's not quite into it but you go off for 10 minutes and you listen to a little erotica have a little vibes in your panties you know what you're good to go. Wow. You're good to go. I yeah. I think that's a very practical. Yes. <laughs> very this practical vibrator. Sure. Well, you know, and but it's, and um, there's there's also uh, uh, Levi. You were mentioning Levi. It's coming out with some amazing products. What was the one that was sent to you? It was the Wish. And what does that one do? Uh, I know it's. It, it just sits in the palm of your hand, and it's it's not something you insert in, and it's more. You know, we always talk about how um, you know leading up to sex and taking your time is so important, and it actually creates the arousal where you get the blood flowing down into the clitoris and and gets the arousal going, so the woman can have a better orgasm. So I think so. This for me, this is this is um, companies listening to their clients and coming up with products that will help her be a lot more present when she's about to have sex, right? Like, so, you know, I think, and I think it's a a beautiful thing because I think, you know, a big complaint from women I've had over the years is, you know, she walks into sex and she's, and she, she knows it's important and she wants to have that connection with her partner, but her, like her brain's going a thousand miles an hour and, and her body's, body's just, just not started, ready. Yeah. Her body's just not ready. And so there has to be that gap of time where she can move from her brain and into her body and, and really focus on her own pleasure. And I think, you know, these kind of products when, you know, what it, what it's helping her do is it's not just about the man's orgasm. It's not just about making sure that he is satisfied. It's making sure that she is also satisfied when she walks into that sexual experience. And then they both get more out of it. 
That's right. And then and then at the end of it, they're both like, wasn't that fantastic? And they feel closer as a couple. Honestly, it doesn't, it doesn't get much better than that. So exciting. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David talking to Dr. Trina Reed. And coming up next is our sexy myth-busting game. This segment is brought to you by B-Vibe, premium collection of healthy anal sex products founded by sex expert Alicia Sinclair. Okay, go to our website, carolandavid.com, and check out our events page and see all of our upcoming events, and we might just be visiting your town next. All right, now it's time for the sexy myth-busting game where we get the real truth about sex toys. So, Dr. Trina, are you ready? I, I don't know, but I think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the first one. Sex toys are just for single or lonely people who have no option but to use something with a battery. Well, no, well, no that's, that's, a, that's a myth, of course. Yeah. Um, I would say that, you know, like one of the biggest complaints couples have who are in long-term relationships is, you know, I really love my partner, but our sex is pretty boring. Well, if your sex is boring, honey, then change it up. You need to bring something in. So, the, you know, it's an easy thing to do is to bring a toy in, right? All of a sudden, the whole dynamics of the sexual experience is going to change, whether it's good or, you know, awkward or, you know, whatever that, you know, when it, when you bring something new in, it's never going to be perfect. But my goodness, it's not going to be the same. That's for sure. How about this myth? If a woman has a sex toy, she won't need a man. You know what? I think that that what you know when you have uh, uh, an orgasm from a vibrator, it usually tends to be more intense than when you have an orgasm with you know by masturbating with your fingers or uh, being with a partner. I think it is it's a different kind of orgasm. And I think maybe that's how this myth got started because you have that very intense and it doesn't take long, right? Like if, if you're, if you're good to go and you put your vibrator on, you probably could knock off an orgasm in, or in one or two minutes. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're with a partner, it's going to take a little bit longer, but nothing, 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 nothing can replace having that, that connection time with your partner. Absolutely. So it's, it's just different, right? And there's, it's not wrong. It's not right. It's just different. So there's no, there's no way a vibrator can replace a man. And I don't even know how that thing got started. <laughs> like, who, who started that one? And, you know, Carol and I love um, using a toy and me uh, to, <laughs> to, you know, you know we, we, we fuck and she has a nice orgasm and I lick her pussy and she has another orgasm. And it's like, okay, you know, you're ready for another one. And we go and we get a couple of our toys, and um, it again stimulates her clit in a different way. And she has two or three more orgasms. So you know, it's not an all or nothing. Because we can. Because we can exactly, and um, it, it's just a lot of fun um, to to use toys as couples. Let's move on to our next myth, uh, which is vibrators will desensitize you and make it so that you can't orgasm without them. Oh my gosh, that, that's such a myth. And in fact, I think the opposite is true. You know, I think what happens when women start having me time and using vibrators, um, she is a lot more able to orgasm because she's getting her body used to that sensation, right? So like once you, 
like once you're able to easily orgasm with a vibrator, when, once you're with a partner, it's much easier to orgasm because your body's used to that motor movement. And so um, I, I, I don't know how that one got started, but I think the opposite is true. I think by, when you are able to use a vibrator by yourself or with a partner, it, it um, helps you orgasm better, at, you know, and have bigger orgasms. Perfect. So uh, when you when you with when you with your partner. All right. So I have one for you that comes from uh, my species, which uh, we have a cock and we like using it, but <laughs> <laughs> we like using it a lot. Um, there, there seems to be a myth out there that men prefer women who do not use sex toys. Well, I would say that I, I wouldn't. Say, I would say that there are men that feel a little threatened. Not all men, certainly not. I don't want to generalize, but there are some men who do feel threatened. But I think more so. Um, I I think when I look at when I've talked with couples, it's more that both of them say, well, I just don't know how my partner would feel if I brought my vibrator in. So like, so we're projecting onto our partner that they're not going to like it even before we ask them. Right. right, You know, so uh, I think women just uh, not to generalize, but I think women just have this, you know, this, they don't want to bring it up with their partner. And so, you know, and he might be absolutely fine with it, but she doesn't know because she doesn't bring it up. Right. And that's something we talk about on every show is how couples need to talk about sex. They need to communicate. We say go shopping together. So it's not the guy buying this girl, this thing that's just like too big and like overwhelming to her. So it's, you know, Talk about it. Do it together. There's so much out there. You know, go see Fifty Shades Darker. There's some great scenes in that movie where, uh, with the Benoit balls and all the the red room, where you know you open those discussions and would you, could you, should we, and have that discussion. And and you know maybe um, she's worried about not bringing it in, but he's like, hell yeah, I want to have some toys and some vibration um, while we're fucking. So you know, definitely have that communication. You know, and I think just to add to this, I have known, I can't tell you how many couples where separately both of them wanted to try sex toys, but they never brought it up with one another. You know, so they went years and years and years, you know, too afraid to talk to each other about sex toys. And then, you know, and then finally somehow they did. And, you know, and so all those years were wasted because they just couldn't have that conversation. I think we're all getting a little bit better about talking about sex. So that's a good, a good thing. It's a little bit more culturally acceptable. So I think we have time for one more myth. How about this one here? If a woman needs a vibrator to orgasm, something's wrong with her. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're just pushing my buttons, guys. What? We like pushing buttons. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No. Um, No, that's a myth. Uh, I would say that... that having me time is quintessential for women generally to really want connection time with their partner. So um, it's, it's fundamentally important, especially I, you know, there's, there's periods in a woman's life, for example, after she's had a baby where she just does not feel sexual. And so this is, this is the best opportunity for her to, um, re get to know herself and her body and get get back into her sensuality by having some me time, getting that vibrator out and just exploring and enjoying just her body good. so that 
so that she can then go with her partner and connect with that her partner on a much deeper level, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's 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 you know there's it's fundamental that women like so we we all kind of know and accept that guys are just gonna jack off and <laughs> yeah. you know and that's okay that's you know okay. it's okay, but we still are not really at that point where we can just accept that women are going to jack off too. So, you know, we're, we are overcoming that, but I think myths like this keep that, keep that mentality going. Fantastic. What a great way to end this segment. And that was absolutely um, so much information, so much fun. And we actually got some real truths out and that's what our sexy myth busting game is all about to bust those myths and have some fun. So, This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We're Carol and David. We are talking with Dr. Trina Reed from The Business of Sex. And up next is our Great Sex Matters segment. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. Now for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. Great Sex Matters is sponsored by Doc Johnson, America's Pleasure Products, founded in 1976 and celebrating over 40 years in the adult novelty business. While other companies have continued to take their productions overseas, Doc Johnson is committed to remaining in California as a leader of their industry. They're proud to bring you quality, handcrafted products that are made in America, like their award-winning Trist. Yeah, we used the Trist last night and we're still smiling. So, we've been talking with Dr. Trina Reed about the business of sex, and now we're going to focus on spicing up your sex life and bringing sex toys into your bedroom. So, so Dr. Trina, if one person in the couple wants to bring the sex toys into the bedroom, but doesn't know how to bring it up with your partner, what can you suggest that they can do? Well, there's a few things you can do. Uh, first of all, I would say... I to take a look at your history. So a lot of times I find with couples that before they got together, um, they were probably using toys, you know, on, on, on themselves or in other relationships. So they, the idea of toys isn't an overwhelming thing because they've already used it. But once they got into the partnership, they got rid of all their old toys, you know, because they're in this brand new relationship because you always get rid of all your old toys when you're in the new relationship. And then, um, in, and then they just, there's, there's no toy. So now they have to bring it up. So if you're, if that's the situation, if you both have tried it, it's really about, you know, maybe pulling out an article that you see on BuzzFeed, yeah, you know, that's 10, great too. top 10, you know, um, vibrators for 2017 and, and just saying, Hey, what do, you think, what do you think, you know? 
But let's say you've not, you've neither of you has trisectoids or one of you has trisectoids and the other one hasn't, so one of you is a newbie to sex toys. I, I, the best thing to do is just to start with very innocent things. Like, um, I mean, the easiest thing you can do, and please do not roll your eyes at me, <laughs> but the easiest thing you can do is bring a candle into your bedroom, right? Mm. Like, that might seem like, oh my gosh, a candle, what, like, you know, come on. But, I mean, that is bringing something different into the bedroom, so you bring a candle. And, and it's like, oh, you know, that's not such, that's not threatening at all. We can do a candle. And then bring some massage oils and then maybe some lube. And honest to goodness, and you two probably can attest, once you use lube in your in your lovemaking, you're oh, like, how did yes. we ever live? How did we ever live without this? Absolutely. Because lube, yeah, lube. lube makes all sex better. And I don't, and women always say, well, I lubricate just fine. Well, it's not just for putting the penis in the vagina, you know, lubricant can be used for all sorts of things and it just makes sex so much better. So, you know, it's having small victories with very innocent things. And then when you, and then when you're like, Hey, you know, this isn't so bad trying new things. It makes our sex life a lot more fun. It makes it more exciting. I anticipate it with a lot more enthusiasm. And then, then you can start going online and seeing what the different products are. And as you said, um, you know, it's not about finding the biggest vibrator with the biggest rumble because, you know, that that's probably going to put you off as a couple. It's finding mm-hmm. something that works for the two of you as a couple, whether that's a cock ring or whether that's an, an insertable vibe or if it's a, just a uh, vibe that you use, you know, that you put on your clit while you're having intercourse. You know, it, it's finding what your comfort level is. But, I, you know, I would say that if you, you know, like it's it's just about you know, you know, bringing new things in, seeing that it's fun. And there are a little, you know, there's always going to be some awkwardness to, to changing up your routine uh, when it comes to lovemaking. But that's a good thing. It you is. know what, you know, the awkwardness and, and the fumbling around and, you know. You have you know, to that, laugh about that, it. Well, but it, 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 everybody's scared of that part. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want to look vulnerable and they don't want to look stupid, right. especially when it comes to sex. So they just don't want to try it. Right. And we, but and, that's, and we talk about it all the time. And you said it earlier, bring a candle. We say, you know, put on some sexy music. And I, I love heels and I love a woman when she wears her heels. And sometimes, you know, women aren't comfortable walking out with seven inch heels. And, you know, nothing is sexier than a woman with her heels behind her shoulders. So just just, <laughs> just wear them in bed, you know? You know, I'm sure... You don't have to walk in them. You <laughs> don't. Just wear them to bed. And, you know, as a guy, as a guy, I know I'd be totally turned on and again those are small steps without having to go out and buy something and try something you know create the environment create um the the aroma and absolutely lube 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 and slow it down go slowly yeah so i i think that you know it but it does take it does take both people being open to the idea 
And, you know, and, and so it probably does include a conversation outside the bedroom. And, yeah. and like you say, you talk about this all the time on your podcast. Right. But, um, but I think the more you can talk about it um, as a mature couple, the easier it's going to be to implement these kind of things into your bedroom. And ultimately, both of you are just going to be a lot more satisfied. So it's worth the, it's worth the conversation to have. So this particular conversation is sometimes very difficult for the couples to get through, especially women who are still think the stigma about uh, masturbation for women. But if a woman um, in the relationship wants to have her me time and she wants to play with her sex toys and she doesn't want her husband to feel upset or that, you know, it's not that he's not good enough. She just wants to have her own private time and to learn a little bit more about herself and just to get... I don't know exactly all the different things, but what do you think she can do about it? Hang on, hang on. What if the guy wants to do it? There's so many great guy toys out there also. What if he just wanted to take the time? I'm talking about me time for women right now. Yes. (laughs) Because the stigma is not there for guys. You guys jack off all the time. That's not what it's all about. Okay. Let's hear hear Trina's. Some women are afraid that what if he walks in on me while I'm playing with my toy and he's questioning what the hell, what's going on? Yeah, well, I think women tend to have have their me time in secret and so there's always a bit of shame that come that's attached to her me time so it's it's like you say what happens if my partner walks in on me and they see that I'm in the middle of this they'd probably be completely turned on like you know that's the irony they'd probably be like oh my absolutely gosh, i love watching carol play with her toys that you know that's it's hard. but anyways i but for i think for just for the average woman you know i, I we need to stop associating me time with shame mm-hmm. so you know it's um you know you don't have to like I know couples where the woman, um, she's like, well, I'm off now. I'm off to have some time by my, you know, but I think that's the exception and not the rule. So I don't think, I don't think it needs to be a secret, but I do think, um, like you can, you can do that in private, you know, you don't have to go and announce it to everybody, but, um, I do think it is an important dynamic within the couple to say, you know, we both need our individual time and, um, and, you know, I, it, as we've already discussed, for women especially, it's it's fundamentally important for her to reconnect with her body, reconnect with her sensuality and sexuality, so that when she comes to the couple, she's a lot more present with it, right? And so the more women, ten, the more women are able to orgasm, the more she will want to have sex. So part of me time is really her saying, you know, my partnership is very important to me, so important that I'm going to, you know, have some orgasms in between so that I'm a, so when I'm present for sex, I, I feel more sexual, I am more sexual, and it becomes a, 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 a better experience for both of us. So, you know, like we, so we're taking this idea of, of her me time as shame time into, we're turning it on its head to, we're actually we're we're adding value to the relationship to the yeah. sexual part of our relationship because I'm taking this time out for myself, and it's still uh, you know a, a psychological hurdle for many women to to overcome, but I think we've got to take that shame out of the closet because um, I think part of the reason women feel disconnected from her sexual experience is like a, a tiny piece is is this me time is shame time, right. No, not good at all. 
All right, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are talking with Dr. Trina Reed about the business of sex. So, Trina, we're going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to ask you, in under three minutes, what advice would you give a couple who is shopping for their first sex toy? Okay, first thing is educate yourself. You know, just go on go on the internet and Google you know, different, the best sex toys, you know, whatever you want to category, you want to just start educating. And when you go on to, when you go find something that you might be interested, do as you said, look at the review, see what other people are saying about it. And because the PR part department might've just been very good and got a bunch of press, right? So you don't know. So go, go find out, but do your research and then um, as a couple, and I, I think it's really important to do this as a couple, not to do this as an individual, because, you know, what you like, it's probably different than what your partner likes. So it's about trying to find what you both will want to have. That's why you need to do it together. Um, but just, you know, I think we, we really focus on the sex toys and vibrations, but there's so many other products out there that give incredible sensations, like ticklers or blindfolds or uh, massage oils or wearing lingerie. So these are all tactile experiences Absolutely. that we can give to our partners, that we can give to ourselves. That So I think, you know, sometimes in our culture, we focus way too much on the orgasm and not enough on the sensuality. So I think, you know, when you're looking to build your pleasure chest, you know, put those products in that will heighten sensuality between the two of you because once you get that um, that incredible feeling of, of sensual on your body when you go to have your orgasm it will be bigger and better right so so um, if you're looking for a bigger better orgasm sometimes the sex toy is not going to be your not going to be your best way it's going to be the sensual toy so I, I guess you know, just do it as a couple. Do your research and and um, make sure to include include things that uh, heighten your your senses. And I have a question: Is it important to stick with those big major brands, or do you think there's plenty of things out there that you don't, you know, that are not necessarily branded? I would say that um, the, the big brands are just they they have they've been in the business a while and they have a lot more credit credibility, but they also have a bigger marketing budget, so you don't know. Uh, you know, whether their product really is good or not. So I think there's there's hundreds of, you know, uh, products that aren't under the big labels that are amazing products. They just don't have the same marketing budget as as the bigger brands. So, you know, um, and they have a harder time getting their, their name out. Um, but again, you know, you, you need to do your research because, uh, you know, you need to make sure that it's something you and your partner will want to uh, have together. Amazing, Trina. Uh, thanks so much for that great and insightful discussion. Uh, why don't you take a couple of minutes and tell people, our listeners, how they can reach out to you? Okay. Well, thank you for this. That's very kind of you. Um, so, I, if you, uh, on my website, trinareed.com, I have hundreds of articles uh, that are educational. That you, that you know. So, if you're looking for education and, or sex advice or you know, Q&A questions. There's, I have tons of information on my trinareed.com website. And every day on my social media, on my Facebook and my Twitter and LinkedIn and, you know, you name it, I'm on it. Um, I try and post 
good educational articles that get like what I'm trying to do is start a discussion. So, you know, to get those ideas out there, but I am on Twitter and Facebook. I'm at Dr. Trina Reed. So, um, and if you have questions or, you know, you can always get me through my website or through the social media. That's super. Thanks again. And, um, just to sum it all up, um, Adult product industry is huge and it's growing steadily because our culture is slowly changing, accepting that sex is important and that great sex matters. Sex toys for men, women, and couples are becoming more and more commonplace and mainstream every day. Whether you shop online or at a sex shop, do your homework, check the reviews, and ask questions. Adding variety and spice to your sex life creates passion and keeps the relationship going. Shopping for sexy stuff together, it opens up dialogue about sex and makes it more exciting to try a lot of new things and always do it together. Great sex matters and you deserve it. Well, that's our show for today. A big thank you to our special guest, Dr. Trina Reed, and especially to everybody out there who's listening. Remember to visit our website. It's carolanddavid.com. You can join our Vanilla Twist travel group. You can book a trip with us. You can check out our events page and see where we're going to be. Remember, uh, July 5th to 9th, we'll be at uh, Naughty in, in New Orleans and on the 20th and 27th we'll be at Trapeze Club in Atlanta and if you have any questions always feel free to send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com join us again next time for another hour of the sexy lifestyle where we get into discussing sexual empowerment with Dr. Gloria Bram and how to reawaken the primal power of erotic potential that really lives in all of us We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 